God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. This is the year that you intensify in prayer. This is the year for your dreams to begin to come into fruition or full manifestation. No more broken dreams. No more depression. God wants you to know that he keeps his promises. Because he is not the son of man that he should lie. And neither shall he ever repent for anything that he has spoken. Has he not spoken it? Is he not well able to perform it? I'm excited about this teaching today. Well, let's just stop for a moment and pray because I'll keep on going forward. I'm so excited. Oh, Father, who rules the heavens and the earth, thou art God. Nothing is hidden from your sight. Your eyes move to and fro as you watch the earth. Today, open the eyes of our understanding. Speak to us, Abba, Abba. Daddy, Daddy, that we may hear and do what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. In the name of all things holy and pure, Christ our Lord. Amen. Today's message, I want to reveal to the child of God how to dwell in the secret place. And I want to talk about why we need God's presence and his righteousness. And more importantly, how to obtain it. The title of today's message, The King of Giving. In Second Chronicles, the first chapter, Solomon makes a request for wisdom from God. And it reads, Solomon, son of David, established himself firmly over his kingdom. For the Lord his God was with him and made him exceedingly great. Now indulge me for just a moment, if you will, And let's examine this, that we may obtain what Solomon obtained. The text read, For the Lord his God was with him and made him exceedingly great. So he had God's presence and God's attention. And because he had God's presence and God's attention, God made him exceedingly great. God wants to make you exceedingly great. Whatever your endeavors are, that you are trying to accomplish, God wants you to win, child of God. Now, before we go forward, I just want to remind you that if you get a hold of just one thing in this message today that you hear and apply it, it could alter your entire life. Remember, that's what my mentor used to say to me. If I would listen intently to what she was saying, that something that day that I heard wouldn't alter my entire life. This year, there are two desires that we are requesting of God, his presence and his righteousness. When we pray for others, we want the spirit of the Lord 
his presence to surround them. In his presence is healing, deliverance, restoration, abundance, protection, prosperity. All that we have need of is in his presence. When you seek his presence, he will lead you to the secret place. His righteousness causes us to make sound and correct decisions that are pleasing in his sight. When we have his righteousness, we are fair and just. We are full of his goodness, and we have good judgment and discernment. So pray, seek God, ask him for his righteousness in 2019. He will give you insight and discernment. You will feel a pure spirit upon you. Pray. Pray this continuously until you know that you have it. And you will know when you have it. Now, if you know anything about me, I'm persistent. If I'm asking God for something in prayer and he has not answered, I'm going back over and over again until he answers. As the woman in the book of Luke, remember with the unjust judge, she was persistent in asking until the judge granted her request. When I really want something from God, I know the angels say, oh boy, here she comes again. Look. It's Valerie. They look out the heavenly windows of heaven. Look, she's coming right up to the throne. Watch. She's going to say the same thing she said the last time she was here. I know that's what they say about me, but I'm going to tell you that it works. The second chapter in Chronicles says, Then Solomon spoke to all of Israel, to the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds, to the judges, and to all the leaders in Israel, the heads of families. And Solomon and the whole assembly went to the high place at Gibeon. For God's tent of meeting was there, where Moses, the Lord's servant, had made in the wilderness. So he goes before the whole congregation, the whole assembly of the people, and it says that they were there. And so Solomon and the assembly inquired of him there. So they're going to inquire of God there. Now here we see Solomon before the whole assembly. The atmosphere must be charged with power at this awesome moment that will later alter Israel's history as the king makes a move toward the altar to give his offering to the Lord. It says Solomon went to the bronze altar before the Lord in the tent of meeting and offered a thousand burnt offerings unto him. He had seen his father David giving sacrifice, remember, to the Lord. David went before God many times when he wanted something from God. He offered a sacrifice. Solomon saw his father's relationship with God. Remember, God loved David so much, he said, I will not take my love from him, nor will I ever betray my faithfulness. King David, Solomon's father's relationship with God was so powerful Now we see Solomon following in his father's footsteps. So watch what happened after the sacrifice that Solomon made unto the Lord. Watch this. God takes action on his offering. The Bible says that night God appeared to Solomon and said to him, request what you want me to give you. Solomon answered God. He said, you have shown great kindness to David, my father, and made him king in this place. Now, Lord, 
let your promise to my father David be confirmed. For you have made me king over a people who are as numerous as the dust of the earth. Give me wisdom and knowledge that I may lead this people. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? God said to Solomon, since this is your heart's desire and you did not request wealth, possessions or honor, nor for the death of your enemies. And since you have not requested for long life, but wisdom and knowledge to govern my people over whom I have made you king, therefore wisdom and knowledge will be given unto you. And I will give you wealth, possessions, and honor, such as no king who has ever been before you, and none that will live after you. Then Solomon went to Jerusalem from the high place of Gibeon, and he reigned over Israel. Solomon was granted his request by God. Why? Why did God grant this request? Solomon wanted something that God wanted. God wanted the people treated fairly, and he needed a wise man to rule over the people. By asking for wisdom, he touched the heart of God, giving God what he wanted. We must give God what he wants. One must consider what is important to God. This is powerful prayer. God will not overlook this kind of prayer. We must know how to get our petitions answered. The Bible says with all kinds of prayer and supplication, making our requests known unto God. We cannot keep praying the same prayer, especially prayers that aren't moving the hand of God. We have to know how our prayers will move the hand of God. Give God what he wants and he will give you what you want. Now stop right there and please think on these things. What does God want from you? What do you want from God? Remember the baby that was in my arms that five doctors said he could not live and they couldn't do anything to save his life. And I said, Lord, if you take the death sentence off of his head and give him life, I will devote him back to you all the days of his life that this baby is under my authority. But when he comes of his own authority, Lord, I ask that you no longer hold me responsible for his walk. Quickly, God granted my request. And that ill dying baby had a turnaround in his health and he lived. Consider God when you are praying. Consider what he may need or want from you. Now, the other important part of Solomon's request, he did not come before God empty handed. He offered the sacrifice. At one point in my life, I wanted a new job. The job I had didn't pay enough, and I needed increase in my life. Well, there was an employee that years ago had worked for my husband and I in business, and she remained in touch with me over the years. I found out she was living in a very pitiful state of poverty. I said, Lord, if you increase my income, I will give such and such amount to her monthly like as a pension, I knew God didn't want her living in the circumstances that she was living in. And I knew that it would be pleasing in his sight if I helped her. Do you know that God blessed and increased my finances and it didn't take long for him to do it? He answered that prayer. How do we get 
our prayers answered? Remember previously I said that we must align ourselves with the Holy Spirit in prayer. We must come alongside him. He must pray through us. When we are seeking God's presence, when we're crying out for his righteousness, then we are aligning ourselves with the Holy Spirit. And then when our needs arise, he begins to pray through us. Then he's making intercession. As we surrender to him, he will do the praying. This leads us to great manifestations of his power. Then we begin to pray, not our own will, but the will of the Father. When we pray the will of the Father, prayers are answered. This is going all the way with God. In this state of prayer, where there is no limitation, one can experience magnificent results in prayer. The Holy Spirit then is doing the praying. The Bible says, but if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings too deep for words, because deep calleth unto deep. Remember that? The believer is one who surrenders. It's time to enter into the life of prayer and power that God has for you. He will give you revelation from the word of God. When you pray, surrender to the Holy Spirit in prayer. Learn to surrender to God. Depend on him. Wait on him like a child waits patiently for a parent. Trust him. Learn to walk in the spirit. God has given us the Holy Spirit. Say to him, Holy Spirit, lead me, guide me. Talk with him throughout the day. He must become your focus throughout your day. When you learn to walk with him and rely on him, then you begin to walk in the spirit. Then you're dwelling in the secret place. Walk with me, Holy Spirit. Speak with me. Dwell there. When you dwell, then you get the keys to the kingdom. Then you get the secret. He who dwells in the secret place. Then you get the keys. You get the keys by companionship. We get nothing in the natural because what he gives is in the supernatural. When you acknowledge him and only because you need something, Lord, help me. Father, help me. That's a visitor. A dweller dwells. He does not want something from God constantly. He's constantly in that place with him. We're talking about a powerful relationship where two walk together in agreement. He becomes a companion. You acknowledge him and you fellowship with him throughout the day. This is dwelling. Dwellers dwell. Tourists visit. Then when you have a need, you talk with him. He will answer. When you dwell, you become a friend. Then he gives his secrets to his friends. The keys he gives are the revelation in your heart to understand the deep things of God. The Holy Spirit is only one. He is the only one who can give you the keys. Then all the things of God, the secrets of God are given unto you. It's time to go all the way with God. 
It's time for us to get out of the flesh and receive the power that God is releasing unto the church. People who are stuck in the former things of old, they're stuck in the same place. No, I can't. I can't have that because my mother was or I'll never succeed because my father was so-and-so and therefore I can't. Paul said, forget those things that are behind. Forget the limitations that have been put on you. Focus on the things that are before you, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. Matthew 6.33 says, but seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. Peter had deep revelation. Remember when he was on the boat and the Lord told him to cast out his net? And he said, but I've done that before. But because you said it, Lord, I'm going to do it. I'm kind of paraphrasing here. Launch into the deep. He said, I already did that. But I'm going to do it because you said it. Once he surrendered, Peter didn't have any more reservations then. This year. With God, all things are possible. Remember, he cast his net into the deep and what a mighty catch he had. God is mighty within you. And in 2019, all things are possible. We're going all the way with God because he wants to give you the hidden treasures. Isaiah 45 says, I will go before you and level the mountains. I will break down the gates of the bronze and cut the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of secret places so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, who calls you by name. The secret treasure I will give you, he said, it's hidden in the dark places. The things I am telling you are the secret things. The enemy has hidden the treasure. These things I tell you, the enemy has hidden from the child of God. But he says, I go before you. I'll cut the bars of darkness and I'll give you the treasure. I will give you the treasure hidden in the dark secret places. Riches, I will do this. Don't you know that he is right now even giving you new revelation? He's taking us to a new place, a new level of understanding. When you ask God, give me your presence and your righteousness. We begin to walk in a new place. You see, for a long time, the church has been praying for blessings, blessings, blessings. We are in the place where we have to go past blessings and we're going on to a supernatural power. We need insight into situations. If you're going through something right now and you can't see your way out of that situation, And there is absolutely no hope. Maybe the enemy has put drugs on your child. Maybe the enemy has come down in the middle of your home and created division. Maybe your children aren't even speaking or talking to each other. Maybe they've decided they're going to move far away just to get away from the family. Where do we turn when we have situations like this? Maybe in the workplace, the enemy seems to be ruling in that place. But I tell you. That if you ask God for his presence and his righteousness, when you walk in that building, your very footsteps will shake the building. When God gives you his presence 
It's something that surrounds you. It's something that encompasses you about. Not only will you feel the presence of God, but you'll have a heavenly escort that goes before you. And that same heavenly escort will be your rear God. We need the presence of God upon us and his righteousness. And then when you pray for people, that pure spirit that you feel, they will feel it because it's the presence of God that engulfs them. It's the presence of God. It's as though he's putting his arms around them. Do you know how many people that I prayed for just last week? It seems to be a consistent need for people that are in pain, pain with their legs, pain with their knees, pain with their heart. And do you know But almost in an instant of prayer that they were healed, that the pain just left their body. But what is the prayer that I am praying that is causing his presence to move forth and encompass them round about? It's so simple, child of God. I'm asking him, Lord, give me your presence. Give me your presence. That when someone is in need of healing, that your presence falls upon them. Lord, give me your righteousness. You see, because it's not only what we pray, but it's what we say, what we do, what we think, what we give or do not give outside of prayer. It's not only what we pray, but our actions are important. And so when we have the presence of God, And when we have his righteousness, oh, you're going to see healings. All right. You're going to see deliverance. You're going to see children come off of drugs. You're going to see children that are in outright rebellion come into and under the authority of the power of God. There is no power in the universe that can defeat almighty God. It doesn't matter what battle you are facing. It doesn't matter what the problem is. It doesn't matter how far, how deep you may think that situation is. Maybe you'd say, Valerie, this one is long gone too far. But I am telling you today that we serve an almighty God who wants to answer your prayers. You have a Holy Spirit who wants to come alongside you. And be your companion in every situation. This is a power that will rise up when you need it. Will give you answers in situations in an instant. and in a twinkling of an eye, God can answer a prayer. Today I prayed with a young woman who was devastated in her finances. Do you know that a wealthy relative called her and was listening to her problem? And you know what she said to her? She said, don't you worry. I got your back. (laughs) She said, money is not your problem. I've got your back. That was two hours, two to three hours after she had called me with the problem and we had prayed. You serve a father who wants to answer your prayers. He wants you to know that he keeps his promises. But more than anything else, he wants to be your companion. He wants to tell you his secrets. He wants to show you the hidden treasure that has been hidden from the child of God 
and I'm speaking straight from the Word of God. Cry out to God. Ask Him for His presence and His righteousness. That's a powerful prayer that will not fail you. Solomon and David understood what they needed from God. And today he's sending me with a word that in 2019, ask him for his presence and his righteousness, and he will give it unto you. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org.